0: Hello and welcome to Right Here, Right Now with Lacey J. Dalton. On today's podcast, we'll dive deeper into Lacey's story and how she overcame so much adversity in her life. And now, here's Lacey J. Dalton, right here, right now.
1: Hey, everyone, it's uh, Lacey and Leslie back here again. Uh, in our last podcast, Lacey was talking about when her marriage of 20 years broke up and, and uh, some of the trials she had, uh, the position she was in, uh, and she promised to come back and tell you some of those stories again if you're interested. So here we are, and you were destitute. You had $6 in the bank and a house in the desert with no water, and the IRS was hassling you. How did you make it through? <laughs> well, it... You know,
2: it was it was an amazing journey, and um, I wanted to be done with that devastated feeling of that divorce as soon as it happened. I wanted to be over it as soon as it happened, because my husband had fallen in love with someone else, mm-hmm. and you can't change that.
1: Right.
2: That's not something that's going to ever come back. He came back for a little while, um, and I thought... I, I I absolutely forgave him, right. uh, because I loved him so much. But um, but of course, when that stuff starts happening, that's right. you know there are cracks in the yeah. in the foundation, <laughs> in the foundation. And, exactly. and you know the castle's going to crumble <laughs> at, some, <laughs> at some, point. some point. I didn't really think it would. I really believed that things would work out, but they didn't. Yeah. And so here I am. I'm in this uh, house in the desert, and the well has.
1: It's and a, it's the fourth well, isn't it? The well, third, no, I I. And I or this is still the first. My one? mother.
2: I inherited some. My mother passed away from cancer, mm-hmm. and I inherited a little money from her. And with that money, and some money that I reclaimed from some, uh, there were some uh, annuities and things I wasn't. I didn't even know about. Oh, okay. That we had had together. That oh, um, so you or do half of? Those, I was able to get half of okay. those. Um, but we. I didn't have a lawyer. I couldn't afford a lawyer. Right. Uh, so everything that happened, um, was surely by the grace of spirit. It just certainly was because here I am in a house with no water. The well has gone dry. I get a little bit of money. I'm able to drill another well and it has something in it that looks like <laughs> sour cream and has a consistency oh, of modeling clay. Uh, and I've burned out like, I don't know, three yeah, or four motors. Well, three or four pumps, pumps and every pump costs $1,500 oh, to $2,500. And finally, that well, we knew we just couldn't get water out of that. So then we discovered the annuities, and I was able to drill another 1,050-foot well (laughs) Hmm. because I couldn't sell the house. I thought if I could just sell the house... Uh, I would be okay, or if I could just have some roommates to help me because right. it's a big house. It's a. It was. A, I think the value of that house at that time. I think we paid somewhere about three hundred and sixty thousand. Right. it, But it was actually uh, the value was out actually around seven hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Right.
1: You're in, the, you're in the kind of the boom that happened, and the. I was in the market. boom, yeah. and then the bust happened. And yeah, the bust came <laughs> right after that. Yes, that's when I tried to sell my houses in the bust. So oh, I that's understand how. Yes, that works. many many of us
2: <laughs> yes. were were hit with that, but here I am in a house with. No water. I'm carrying water in, you know, in fifty gallon buckets, and I had horses then. Oh my! And I had to move the horses out to um, out to pasture because I could no longer afford to have. I didn't have the time to go get the water. Right. And it was also a cost. And I was completely leveled uh, financially, completely right. wiped out. Right. And nothing left. I think um, when the bank accounts were um, uh, taken over, uh, I ended up not knowing I went to the grocery store to buy groceries and I bought groceries and I handed the woman my card. And she said, I'm sorry, your card won't go through. And I said, what? She said, no, I'm sorry. Your, your card's been refused. I said, that card is refused. And then I tears just spurted out of my eyes.
1: And that was, I was when you didn't know that the banks were empty yet. Uh,
2: I d- didn't know that. that's a
1: humiliating way to find out. I
2: didn't know. And, uh, I said, oh, I said, my husband left me for another woman. And she said, don't you worry about this. She said, I'll put all these groceries back. She said, you just take what you need that you can get for $6 because that's all you've got.
1: Oh, wow.
2: And um, and I, tears were just, I wasn't right but the tears were just pouring right out of my eyes and it was so strange after that i would i i never would sleep in that bed again right i uh, can understand that i slept on a futon that we had downstairs mm-hmm. and i remember lying every night in that futon and i would wake up and the and the pillows would be soaking wet wow. from tears that came out of my eyes, yeah. you know, from the whole thing. But you thing. didn't
1: feel like you were physically crying, just tears I, were just pouring out. Just so. Just wow. Just
2: so. It was, and I was just in shock. And a couple times I pulled up, we have a, a driveway that's a circular driveway and it's on a hill. Mm-hmm. It comes up and circles around the house and goes back down this hill. A couple of times I get out of my Jeep and forgot to put the emergency brake on oh, and yeah. I had to run after the Jeep and choke it. Oh. I could have killed someone.
1: Oh, or yourself. Or, well,
2: but. I fortunately was point able you didn't to care, but well, no I didn't I, actually at that point. Right. If I sure if something yeah. had happened that would have been. So that was one of the first things that happened. And if I and I try in this podcast just because other people I know have gone through this. Yes. At the time I thought I might be the only person ever who had ever suffered this way. But it you know because I felt like that I think um, I think I felt like I would like to write a book mm-hmm. or I would like to do something scarecrow was born of this incredible uh pain and anguish of having been and i was turning 59 years old at the time wow and it it was kind of late in my life sure. although i you know don't look at the numbers my mother never no. did either my mother when she was 83 or something was like taking food to the old people because <laughs> they couldn't it's so, so i've had really great role models for not right you know, other people get old uh, when we're not gonna yeah, do we're that. not doing this we're not doing it. we'll just die right. someday exactly. but anyway or translate to the next uh, level of existence <laughs> yeah i like that i like that way but during this time every single appliance in the house broke <laughs> at at seven different times. Oh my! Each one broke seven times at seven different times. Oh my! I had so many. Thank God I had Sears. God Lawrence, bless you know, Sears. Was great. God bless He's Sears and kid, Robot. No kidding. Because I had had I had the thing, and I find that you know the honestly the repairman became a family of member. Of course, of
1: course. I mean we he, he, rented he, a room from your family. He a while. became <laughs> he
2: totally became family. I mean, the washer would break, and as soon as I'd get that fixed, the dryer would break, and as soon as I got that fixed, the, the uh, stove, the, the, oh, the dishwasher would break, and then the furnace broke in the middle of the coldest part of the winter. Of course. It was just course. awful. And then um, th- that, that turned out to be a good thing, that turned out to be okay. Because after everything breaking seven times, <laughs> then they replaced it. They replaced yeah. everything, yeah. and I said, I don't there want these fancy, fa- I don't want things these fancy things. things that my uh, ex bought with the computers in them. I, want the I don't thing, want
1: my refrigerator to talk to me. I just wanted to keep my food cold. I want
2: whatever <laughs> doesn't break very much. There
1: you go. And I still have,
2: after all these years, at thirteen years, I still have. Knock on wood, these great appliances. Yeah you know, Kenmore and Maytag things that right. th- just have run for everything. God. Yeah. But wow. anyway, uh, so that happened. So then my son said to me, he said, now, listen, he said, you're going to come to Scotland. I have a house in Scotland and you're going to come for Christmas. And I said, uh, honey, I can't. I, I'm I'm not fit to be around. I, I'm not fit to be or I don't have anybody to watch the dogs. I can't. He said, mother, you're coming.
1: Good for him. So I went
2: to Scotland. And my friend Margaret and my friend William were staying here uh, in the house uh-huh. for me, and they took care of the dogs. And while they were here, a pipe burst.
1: Oh, God. Of course it did. A pipe burst. I'm and surprised then, the roof didn't blow off. The whole half of the house was completely just ruined. All water damaged. Oh, the that, that ceilings fell. Oh, <laughs> Lord. This, and, and the... the Oh, and of course, it's the middle of winter again. It's the
2: middle of winter, and the insurance company is not gonna—they're not gonna help me. I fought with them for a year and a half. I did; they did pay for the initial uh, cleanup, but they charged it back to me, and uh, it it was horrible. I mean, it was just—it was just a nightmare. So, meanwhile, while I'm cleaning this up, I get a notice from the IRS I'm being audited.
1: Because your mansion that you live because in. Because of
2: my well, it was it's a very it nice It is a very nice house. It's a very nice it house. Is. And they could not understand how I was living here when I wasn't making any money. And I said, Well, it's because they haven't paid the mortgage in about six
1: months there's that.
2: <laughs> and so uh it was very strange. This is a good story. I said my bookkeeper said, you know, she said, I don't know how to deal with the IRS. I know you haven't done anything wrong, but I, I'm too scared. They'll scare me to death and you'll probably go to jail because I won't know what to do. And oh. and but she said, I have I know this other lady and this lady, my uncle was a complete, you know, he was yeah. somebody who really did need her help. And she, and he said she got him. He was he's fine. Huh. And we need to go see her. And I said, well, I don't have the money to pay for someone. like that. Right. She said, well, we're going to go see her anyway. You're coming with me. I can't do this for you. I'll freak out and lose my mind, and you'll be... That won't be good. It won't be good. So we went uh, down to visit this woman, and she told me, she said, I'm going to help you. And I said, I don't know how I will pay you. I don't know how I will ever pay you. And she said, you're not going to pay me. And I said, well, how can I, how can I, how can this work? And she said, you don't have to pay me a penny. She said, you played at the Watsonville Fairgrounds some years ago with Mm -hmm. Willie Nelson. And she said, you sang a song called I'm a Survivor. And she said, I was in an abusive relationship at that time. My husband was beating me until I had broken bones and I was afraid of him and I couldn't get away. I was going to go home that day and shoot myself. Wow. And she said, and I didn't. Wow. And she said, I owe you my life. Wow. And she fought the IRS for a year and a half on my behalf. I received $700 back from them because I knew I had right. paid my taxes. I knew I hadn't done anything. Right. At least, I, as far as I knew, I hadn't wow. done anything ever that was, you know. And, and so that is, and, and that was another time when I had no, I, w- I was Wiley e. Coyote. I right. hit the wall. Right. I slid down. I had no way of paying like her or... no way of dealing with the irs right. my god i'm an idiot about that stuff you know and i'm sure I... well, they're
1: intimidating you know anyway, well so. they wanted
2: me because of my celebrity sure and they were after me and they actually came to my house and went through all my things Wow. and she made sure that i didn't have to ever be with them and i didn't have to have that humiliation that woman fought for me like a devil
1: wow well, you have several stories like that that people you have no idea the impact that you're making sometimes on people and there, you've had a couple of different ones that have come after that and told you that you saved their life with a song that you sang or or that you wrote or something. It's
2: so. happened so many times, yeah.
1: and I know that this
2: talent that I was given it was is is it's been a wonderful gift, yeah. you know. And it's really funny because I never had that thing where I ever really wanted to be a star. Right. That's not really why I sing. Right. Uh, you know, I realized after a while, if I didn't do something and get a record <laughs> to, deal, nobody do something. well, I would, wouldn't be able to work. And right. thank God I got record right. deals. And thank God I've been able to work my entire life yeah. doing music. Um,
1: well, you've been able to have that impact on other people, but Scarecrow kind of was, was the way you had the impact on yourself, right? That's kind of how you got a song that helped you get through something.
2: I don't know if it helped me get through or okay. if it just was a, something i simply had so to say about i had to talk about it okay and since then i've had so many people come up and say i had that scarecrow experience i know what you went yeah. through and i'm so and i what i hope is that at the end of that song i said i'm standing at the railway station waiting for the train I'm waiting for the next good thing to come along. And I know it will. And I know if you have a belief in something larger than yourself, whatever you decide to call that, mm-hmm. or however you come to it, and there are so many roads to spirit. Right. Because it is within all of us and without it is all it is. Right. is. You're not going to get lost from that if you ever look for it, right. if you ever can find it within yourself to look for it. Uh, and the only way you can prove, the only way you can prove spirit is by practicing the presence of spirit in the middle of difficulty when you can't do it. When you are overcome, you cannot, you can't do it. No, you don't know how to do it. There's nothing that can help you. There's no way you can get up by yourself. Mm -hmm. And you finally say, okay, um, I can't do this. If you're really there, help me. Right. And that's when the door that has never opened for you will open. Mm. And that, and the only way I ever learned it was by being hit in the head with a baseball bat by spirit. Time, every time I got up for 12 or 13 years, I got knocked right back down again. Right. And the only way I ever kept getting up was with the help. Of spirit. And I still, you know, I think I'm kind of the person who would go over to Christ and say, Oh, hey, let me put my hand down <laughs> in that to see if you really did have that hole in your side. You know, I'm like the doubting <laughs> Thomas <laughs> of you well, yeah. But thank God that I have had enough of uh um I, I was always curious about right. about spirit and always seeking knowledge about spirit from many many different beliefs and many uh many things like that you know spirits everywhere it's in you
1: it is it is and there's certainly lots of different avenues that you can approach it from like you said and lots of different variations of it you find the one that works for you and means something to you and it doesn't matter what you call it or who you think it is or whatever. Well, it's just... You know, I'm not even sure you need to... I, sometimes I think there are some people who
2: they simply are it. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, I think the mistake is that we're alone when in fact there is only one spirit in all that is. Right. We're not alone. We may feel alone. I've felt alone oh, a lot of times. Sure, we all have. Felt you know, some, and I sometimes feel like I end at my skin. But we don't end at our skin. And physics has shown that to be true. Our molecules are constantly interacting with this table, right. with the floor, with the air around us. Right, we're like a different being every every. I th- I used to think it was seven years, but I think that Deepak Chopra. Um, who is a physicist, says that it's a lot sooner than that, I mean, every seven days or something. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing how much we interchange with the field that we uh, exist in.
1: Yeah, interesting. Well, that certainly is quite a long, uh, long trail you had to come through to work your way back out of being at the very bottom. <laughs> we have not touched half of it. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm sure that's true. But we'll have to leave some of that for another time. And, and, you know, at one point we do have to actually get to the music and talk about the music and the video. And we have some pretty exciting things going on. So uh, for this installment, we'll call it a wrap and we'll be back next time.
0: Join us next time on Right Here, Right Now with Lacey J. Dalton. For additional podcasts, visit us online at lacyjdalton.live. Also, do you have Lacey's most recent Scarecrow t-shirt, Life's About Now hoodie, or phone case? If not, be sure to visit her store and click the link to explore brand new Lacey J. Dalton merchandise. Remember, Lacey always loves it when you share her podcast and links to her store on your social media platforms. We'll see you next time, and thanks so much for listening to Right Here, Right Now with Lacey J. Dalton.